Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to... Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele. Hello, Adele. Hello, Jeremy. How are you? Good, Jeremy. How are you? I'm tired. It's a long day. Yeah, you worked today. I sat on the plane. <laughs> well, I, was, I wasn't operating the plane, but I was the narrator. <laughs> yeah, so in case you didn't know or you couldn't figure it out from those little snippets, we had our current phases line indoctrination flight. So we had a real airplane, we had a real flight. Yep, a real crew. <laughs> Yeah, of flight attendants and the participants are passengers and they experience some turbulence. They experience some... A rapid descent following uh, a fake depressurization, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then a prepared emergency. Obviously not a real emergency, but (laughs) uh, it's all obviously while in flight. uh, From here we go to Victoria the mist approach is uh, off of the w- runway in Victoria. And then, you know, certain maneuvers have to be done to, you know, get them qualified by Transport Canada regulations. And so that was done today. I operated both last. The last two. Bro- yeah, bo- pre- both previous ones. Um, and Jeremy operated last one as well with me. Mm-hmm. So it was nice having a little break to kind of enjoy the views as well because it's a very beautiful scenery of course bc is beautiful but the mountains yeah yeah. sorry flying around uh vancouver island victoria all of that is just so pretty so thankfully we had some visibility and um we were able to snap some well i was able to snap some shots from my uh, passenger seat in the back there so that was nice um and yeah, Jeremy was the narrator of the line and dock. Yeah, so I was basically explaining what was going on. Uh, you know, I was coordinating with the pilots for timing of everything and being like, oh, what we just experienced was this and sort of talk about it a little bit. Uh, yeah, I follow a lesson plan for that. It's uh, it's fun, but it like I was, I had to be on the whole time. Like I couldn't just sit back and relax. I was really like, okay, now focus on the next task. So I, I'm tired. I'm beat today. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a lot when you have to, you know, operate a flight and be in front of the passengers or the participants in class. And, you know, like Jeremy says, you, you're you on, you're always, you know, making sure your body's focused, your mind is focused, and you're, you know, yep. always attentive and everything. So yeah. I I had a little treat of, of being able to sit and have a little break there. I didn't see you at all because I was stuck at, like, at the front with uh, with the crew there. Yeah, and I just sat at the very, very back, the last row, Mm because there was a a window seat. And also, as instructors, you kind of have to be strategically um, positioned in the flight just to keep an eye on everyone, make sure everybody behaves and everybody's, you know, if if anybody has any questions or anything like that, that you're able to be within earshot of of passengers, (laughs) participants' uh, questions or inquiries or or whatever they need and stuff, because they're... At that point, you know, during the flight, they're not, of course, a qualified cabin crew or anything. So they're full-fledged passengers for the sake of that flight to experience it. Mm-hmm. And then now after that portion, they are 
technically qualified cabin crew members in the eyes of Transport Canada and um, just a few more days left to qualify them in the eyes of our own company for them to be able to operate actual flights. I think uh, at the end of this month they start. So within the couple yeah. of weeks they start yeah, a week flying. And a bit, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. have much time because they they really need them in the planes right now. So yeah. hopefully they get some good summer flying um, in the next few months. So it'll be really enjoyable for them. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was today. And of course, yeah, we're, we're, we're also tired because we've had a couple early mornings. Our schedule yeah. has been flipped around and we've had to wake up around seven to have a sort of, well, literally nine to five schedule the past couple days. Yeah, which we haven't done nine to five since, well, I guess like the first two days of the, of the phase. But apart from that, like, yeah, I'm not used to these early mornings. That was like two months ago. So I haven't had to wake up early for at least two months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we both haven't had uh, the chance to go to the gym before work and after work. We don't have time and we're very beat. So our bodies are also kind of uh, out of whack with all of that. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, tomorrow we're back to our re- regular schedule. So we'll be able to have a regular routine. So that'll be nice. Um, and yeah, we're also recording this on a Wednesday. We're a little bit last minute this week, but uh, That's all good. I'll have this edited and posted tonight. So Wednesday night. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get it up. We've been really good this uh, past couple months. I'm proud of us. Yeah. So we're we back want, on track. Yeah. Because we missed a lot last phase. I think between February and March, we were not slacking, but we just, you know, we were so busy and we were just go, 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 go all the time. And this time we just decided to stick with it more properly because we were really good when we were laid off and so there's no reason to not be consistent so uh yeah anyways i had this little idea for the episode today to talk about our experience flying as passengers on other airlines uh than our own um doesn't happen very often especially uh since we do have our, our fly passes within our own airline, but yeah. we do have access to travel privileges with other airlines, uh, depending on where you want to go. And also, you know, sometimes we do pay full fare on other airlines yeah. or previous. All oh, for me, it's been, it's only been eight years. Eight years tomorrow. Actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, yeah. And also, yeah, previous from being in, in the airline, the different experiences. But my thought process with this episode was since we have our specific procedures, our um, regulations, our not routine, our habits, I don't know what you want to call it, our rules, I guess, within our own airline. And of course, we're in the training center right now. Um Talk about our experiences when we fly as passengers on other airlines mm-hmm. and kind of what we observe, what we've seen, what... What surprises us. What, yeah. yeah. Like, like the differences, differences but with service, with the actual aircrafts, um, some procedures. So, yeah, just because, especially when you're crew, you're just hyper aware of everything. So when something is not necessarily out of place, but different or not like we do it, you definitely notice it and you're you're just sitting there like, whoa, okay, that's weird. That's different. Okay. <laughs> so 
So yeah. Um, want me to start? Yeah, sort of, because we only talked about this a little bit. So sort of give me an idea what you're looking for story wise. <laughs> well, not story, just like um, my first little tidbit was back when I traveled on Cathay. So I th- I believe this was from Hong Kong to Denpasar in Bali, Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how long. I think the flight from there is about three to four hours. Oh, okay. And it happened to be on a 777. And one of the their flight entertainment on that specific aircraft was a camera feature that you could click on and you get a, a live camera feed from the outside of the aircraft. Yeah, that's cool. That's real. I, I was super jazzed about that because I was within the airline and I'm like, we don't have that feature yeah. um, on any of our aircraft. So I turned it on when we were landing so you could see the landing gear come down cool. and then touch down. And yeah, it's kind of one thing that's probably only cool to like aviation geeks and, you know, plane people or aviation people. Yeah. Um, because you don't see anything. It's the camera was under the aircraft. That's crazy. That's awesome though. You see, you know, the landing and stuff. So that yeah, that was really cool. And that was, you know, something that's super different. Yeah. Um, especially since we have triple sevens. So it's, you know, something from the same type of plane, mm-hmm. but and a the, different feature that they've added on. Yeah. And the main landing gear is kind of cool to see on a triple seven because it's it's huge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And um on Cathay, just uh remembering the service in economy, um I had a warm meal for free. Yeah. And a Hagen Dawes ice cream. <laughs> nice. So you must have loved that. Yeah. So you little things like that that you remember because you know, I've never had Hagen Dawes ice cream on an airplane before. So that's just like a little Definitely a little treat. And of course, you always recognize the brand names of things like that. And you're like, wow, Hagen dazs that's an expensive ice cream, you know? <laughs> so that's that's one example of, of something. Yeah, well, that's neat. Uh, I'm trying to think of examples I've been on, some of the other airlines I've flown on. Um, I flew on an airline in Chile when I was, uh, when I was touring through there. Oh, I forget the name of the airline. I'm really bad. I think it's because I'm tired. I apologize. But... Uh, one thing I found neat was when they would come around with service, um, they would pass out the menu. They would show you the menu and you would pick two items out of the five choices and you just point and then they would give you those two items. <laughs> and that was in economy? In economy, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's just like as you're going through rather than like, you know, verbal communication, a lot of tourists and things. So not everybody speaks the same language, so it was just a good way to communicate, like, just point and choose, and boom, and you were good to go. Yeah, that's a good strategy as well on the the airline side to, you know, make sure that people do understand, and I'm guessing mm-hmm. that they gave you, like, an English menu. Yeah. Did, uh, they, did they have other options? I think it was it was showing in Spanish and in English on the menu, if I remember correctly. It was a while okay. ago, though. Yeah. But, uh, but it was, I mean, it's pretty easy like points and they, they were just like snacks right like chocolate yeah, bar still. or something yeah so so that was neat um and something else i can't remember which airline but i've seen this on multiple airlines where 
the flight attendants, instead of handing you a beverage, they pour the beverage and they have like a little serving tray with like little cup holders on it. So they will hand that over to you so you can take your drink from there. So it's just a safer way without them touching the rim of the glass or anything like that. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen the like indentation of cup holders, but a lot of in economy, other airlines, I think Lufthansa does that. Um, of They definitely do, never just give you the glass. They always use a tray. Mm-hmm. I think KLM maybe as well. Um, well, let's go over to KLM now. I've When I was traveling to and from France, was it France? Anyways, when I did one of my uh, exchanges in um, Europe, so I, I did an exchange in France, an exchange in Germany. Oh, I think it was in Germany. Anyways, I... My flights I ended up booking to get there was with KLM. Mm-hmm. So from uh, Montreal, went through Amsterdam and then Amsterdam to Frankfurt. And of course, the Montreal to Amsterdam portion is, you know, probably like seven hours-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just always remember, first of all, the uniforms are so beautiful. And KLM, The yeah. KLM uniform and the, the plane itself is also beautiful. Um, you know, the outside... Do you remember what aircraft? No, that you I, that you was pre-airline, time, so yeah. I pff, did not pay attention. I mean, this was back in 2011. I just, but since then, I've always, you know, had I'd had a good experience. I don't remember anything particular, but I remember the flight attendants, the cabin crew being very friendly and welcoming, and they were all groomed properly and their their uniform was you know they looked good in their uniforms um and always had a very good experience and a good like memory from my flights with klm so and ever like i've always think about klm positively yeah and it's always just you know left a good taste in my mouth and every time i see klm flight attendants or the klm plane i'm just like oh wow klm's a good one yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that's an like a quick example. Um, another like example that's more on the shocking. Eh, oh, that's an extreme word. But anyways, here's a story. Um, I was traveling within Europe on Lufthansa, probably from Frankfurt to somewhere else. I don't remember where. If I mentioned it to you and you don't recall this, so maybe it wasn't when we went to Greece, but I remember being, and it was, you know, within Europe. So it was like a two hour flight. I think we're on a 319 or something like, like a baby bus, you know, single aircraft. And we were pushing back from the gate. Passengers were still in the aisle and bins were still open and bags weren't stowed. And I was just sitting in my seat, looking at everything happening and like, whoa, what is happening? And this is not how we do it at our airline. I was just like, just like everything in me was just in shock and just like, oh, this is not right. This is not normal. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I have no idea what their their procedures are. But to us, like, that's a no go. We don't do that. So I'm just that was just shocking and just, oh, I feel I feel like I need to, you know, get people to sit down because this is weird. Yeah. (laughs) So I just remember that. And I'll always remember that because to me, it was like, whoa. Hmm. just i've said that a lot but whoa yeah (laughs) (laughs) interesting i'm just thinking back to 
I think it was one of my first times, if not my first time ever on an airplane, uh, when I went to Florida with my family, I was seven years old. I can't remember the name of the airline. I don't know if it was a major airline. It was probably a charter. So I don't think they're around anymore. But uh, the memory I, I still like have with me is flight attendants coming around with trays of candy right before takeoff and right before landing, like on descent. And, and it was because if you, you know, you have candy in your mouth and you're swallowing, it keeps your ears open. So it was like, and it was like procedure, like literally right before takeoff, they would walk around with a tray of candy and then like on descent, same thing. (laughs) And my mom's like, take a piece of candy, you know, suck on it while you're, (laughs) while we're on descent or whatnot. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I remember when I was a kid and always, um, yeah, that was one thing that you always had to pack when you were going on a plane is chewing gum. Mm-hmm. You couldn't, at least for me and my mom and my family, would you couldn't not go on a plane without chewing gum. Like that was a must. Like your underwear and your chewing gum, you know, <laughs> like an essential. Essentials, yeah. Something you definitely need to pack. Like you don't forget that. Too or, funny. you know, or at least you buy some at the airport because of the ability to be able to unblock your ears or maybe have a little less pain yeah so yeah um but yeah maybe this could be something else that we can talk about in another episode as well but childhood memories of you know flying and stuff like that but i remember being an unaccompanied minor when i was i don't know how old i was but i was clearly young and unaccompanied and I think I was probably fine between like Montreal and Moncton. Oh, okay. When uh, I think just before I w- we were moving there, going to visit my dad. And I just remember the, the like toy kit or like child, like entertainment kit was so fun. Oh, and yeah. I was just so happy with it. And I was just. <laughs> was it like a coloring book or something? I don't. I think it was like some kind of Play-Doh thing. Oh, cool! I just remember strings and colors that you can kind of play around with and mold into different things. And I don't remember more than that, but I just remember it was so fun. I liked (laughs) it a lot, and of course, the flight attendants were really nice, so I had lots of fun. So, (laughs) just like good impression, good vibes. You know, that's good. Yeah, and I don't know how this is coming off. I think I'm kind of rambly for most of these stories. Um, So apologies for that, listeners. Um, I guess I am more more tired than I thought. Um, But I thought that would be, you know, a cool episode idea to talk about, you know, different experiences on airlines, Um, especially as cabin crew member and in the aviation, you just kind of... You notice, notice the differences. You notice yeah. <laughs> things and you just, you're hyper aware of things and you also just pay attention because you're in it and you're just, you know, mm-hmm. want to see things and see how they do service and how they, you know, wear their uniforms and... Well, the order that they do safety demos and things like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think one, just one quick other note is this... This was definitely with you when we went to Greece mm-hmm. on Lufthansa. Yeah. When probably between Munich and Santorini. Okay. Um, or between Frankfurt and Munich. We took a lot of flights that time. Yeah, to get there. Yeah. Um, 
one of the airplanes was the 320 neo oh yeah true true so we got on and we're like oh wow this is so shiny and new and you know we have 320s but we don't have the neos yeah so that was you know also we noticed and we were uh I'm mean, happy about the it. Geek, the geeks in us kind of, uh, ooh, there's a little bit of like glee. Like, ooh, yay. This is fun and new. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, I think we'll let you go because Jeremy has to edit this now. And then go to bed, apparently. <laughs> and well, you always know that if you're flying. Always be nice to your flight attendants. Because they might have to save your butt one day. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvi. Thank you.